How do we choose what to keep after a loved one dies? That's the question that I agonized over after my mother died suddenly of a stroke in 2013. She was living in New York, where I'm from, and I was living in London. She left a 3,000-square-foot dream house full of stuff, the belongings from a lifetime. And I had to decide what to do with her house and all of the things in her house. How was I going to be able to choose? I felt so attached to everything. All these everyday items felt so precious and full of meaning. It's a common problem, experiencing this difficulty of choosing. Maybe you've experienced it yourself after the death of a loved one. Maybe you've got some boxes that you've been putting off looking at. Maybe you have a storage unit. Or maybe you're having to go through a home right now. So it's a common problem. But I've got an uncommon solution. Curating and exhibitions. Hi, I'm Charlene Lamb. I'm a certified grief coach, curator, and the founder of The Grief Gallery. Like my mother, I'm a proud Chinese-American New Yorker. I'm now based in Lisbon, Portugal, and I work with grief coaching clients from around the world. Now, what do I mean by curating as a solution? Well, when my mother died, I was working as an independent curator in London. I was presenting exhibitions that featured the work of artists and designers and choosing the pieces that went into these shows about their work. When I found myself standing in my mother's home, surrounded by all of her stuff, knowing that I would need to empty her home to sell it, I couldn't imagine being able to choose. I found myself really leaning into my creativity and my instincts as a curator. I asked myself, if I was to do an exhibition about my mother, which 100 objects would I choose to display? And that question unlocked everything. It got me out of paralysis, it got me emptying the house, and it also started a creative practice. If I was to do an exhibition about my mother, which 100 objects would I choose? That started off as a thought experiment, an imaginary exhibition. But it actually became a physical exhibition in real life in London, more than two years after my mother died. That was the start of the grief gallery. When I decided I wanted to help other people with their grief, I developed my curating grief framework. I use the lens of curating to help other people, to deal with the physical stuff, the emotional stuff, all of the heavy things that weigh us down after we lose a loved one. I help other people to tackle that question. How do we choose what to keep and what to let go of after we lose someone? Or maybe you had the opposite problem. Maybe due to the circumstances of the loss, you didn't get to keep what you wanted and you didn't get to make any choices. There's a whole range when it comes to our experiences of loss and our experiences with the stuff. In this podcast, I want to introduce you to people who have also experienced a significant loss. We're gonna hear some of their stories, stories about their loved ones and stories about the stuff. Because the stuff, the items that we keep, the objects that we curate, can reveal so much about their relationship with their loved one, their relationship with the loss, and even their relationship with themselves.
And of course, because I'm a grief coach and part of my mission is to help other people with their grief, I'm going to weave in some grief theory and some coaching concepts too. I believe that we are all curators after a loved one dies. We can use this lens of curating to help us make some of these really hard choices. Figuring out what to do with my mother's belongings and emptying out her dream house was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And I imagine it might be hard for you too. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Welcome to the Curating Grief Podcast.